0: Okay. So the Tanya of Chof Hei Nissen, Shanim Uverat. For the past two days we've been giving thoughts to think, basic thoughts, to create a basic fear. Hashem is watching you. Hashem is measuring every step you take. Hashem is analyzing your heart and your mind. That was two days ago. Think that every day. Think it till you feel the fear and then get back into that thought, dive back into that thought whenever you feel you're veering away from that fear. Yesterday, we gave a few different levels on the idea of Hashem as the ultimate king. If you don't see the king, you see his officers. You see the constellations, you see the galaxy, you see the Milky Way. And when you realize all the officers are bowing to one man, we see how all the stars are moving all of the planets are moving from east to west because the Shekhinah is in the west. They're all in a constant state of movement, of negation of self, of submission. If these are the officers, wow. The awe of the king. And we spoke of how you have to train yourself in this. And belief, is omen. It's a craft. It's a constant training. And today, looting the chapter we speak of the idea of Kabbalah's O'Mal HaShemayim. That it's a yoke that you have to place on yourself. You have an obligation to accept a yoke, the yoke of heaven. Just like you have an obligation to accept upon yourself the yoke of allegiance to the king. Well, why should I do that? Because look what Hashem is doing for you. Hashem puts aside all the upper world and the lower world just for me. Just to fuse himself with me. And if that's what Hashem is doing for me, I want to do that for him. I want to accept his kingship upon me. And ultimately, as we will discuss in chapter 49 at length, I want to put aside everything for him. So he's putting everything aside for me. I want to express this bit, though. The Rebbe says, when you're and of course, shmona estrei, is the height of our negation of self to God. That's why we stand with our feet together like the angels. All the rest of the prayers we're supposed to say loud enough that our voice can be heard. We're not supposed to say it in an, in an audible whisper. Shavona Esrae, the Amida, we say very quietly. We're supposed to hear it, but no one else should be hearing it. Why are we whispering it? Because it says if someone would talk loudly at that point, it's like, it's like arrogance. How could you be so close to God and have your voice be so loud? when instead you want to hear His voice. So I accepted upon myself the yoke of heaven when I said Shema, and then I accepted in actuality, in action, every time I bow by Shmona Esrei. If you think of this when you pray, every morning, and you say Shema, Shema Yishel Hashem Malkin O'Shem you are accepting upon yourself the yoke of heaven in your mind and in your speech. Then when you stand, like the angel, in the Amidah prayer, in the Shimonas, right and you bow, as we bow four times during that prayer, each bowing is the action of submission to Hashem. In Yom Kippur, we totally prostrate ourselves, like we're on the ground. There's nothing left. But in the Amidah service, in a smaller way, we're doing the exact same thing. That is the kindness today. And these thoughts are thoughts, more thoughts, to help us. Because for different people, different ideas resonate. Maybe it was today's ideas, maybe it was yesterday's, maybe it was the day before, maybe it was earlier in this chapter, maybe it was last chapter. Between chapter 41 of chapter 42, you have lots and lots of thoughts to think, to feel that basic fear of God. And you're supposed to think whatever works for you every day, to really every day train yourself in fear of God. And then you live a different life because your life is founded on a fear of God. If at any point during the day you feel you're slipping, well, I can't be fearing God if I'm acting like this. Just go back into those thoughts and very quickly they'll come to the surface and you'll keep moving. Any questions? Okay. Good night.